This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I'm certainly not worthy of saying and certainly the first passage that comes to mind seeing that Tzibur is Kula, Yafak Baruch Hashem, uh, we're not looking for women, I don't find women, and uh, I'm not the person to speak about Chesronos, uh, and uh, the, um, the, the Russia Eida, the Eini uh, Eida asked me to be Mishtatif, and his Iris and Chizik is definitely good, and one doesn't need his Iris and Chizik only blemishes a woman, but simply to, um, to, to climb higher, to move a step forward, and uh, I'd like to address the Nakuda that the Nakuda itself, I was told by the Enihaida uh, that that's an appropriate Nakuda, and I'd like to look at it from a certain perspective. I want to start with a personal video, I guess. Um, 39 years ago, I was offered to come to the Mir Yeshiva, and this is my 40th year since I'd come to the Yeshiva. Um, it says, we learned the parasha last week, that a person is not omid al-das rabo ad And I very vividly remember a scene in my very early tkuf in the yeshiva, where Reb Chaim Shulavitz was saying shmuzen, the shmuzen were world-renowned, they'd become a staple. But um, in a certain sense, echoing what Reb Golfa said, when you're very close, you sometimes don't even see the godless, and you miss it. And Reb Chaim said a shmuz on an Indian, and two above from behind me sort of birched and they said, um, why doesn't Reb Chaim speak about something that's important, like coming on time, coming to davening, which was not very popular at the time in yeshiva, coming on time for Seder, and so on. Why not shmuz about nechbadas, who, what, when, where? And I remember hearing them saying it, and it, it sort of rang true as a little boy, as was literally a very, very young boy. And now, 40 years later, when I'm mixas, the mixas das rabo, the things that I will be saying today are coming largely, many of the points from that shmuz, certainly from the theme that he said. And Baruch Hashem HaVazoka to 40 years afterwards to begin to be oimid on it. And it's, I realized that Reb Chaim was speaking not what's the Nagea, the Seder next morning, but was speaking something that's going to be relevant for a lifetime. And those are the thoughts I'd like to share a bit. When we ask ourselves, we have half spoke so powerfully about the choyme and the shmiras around the person. What is the most, the fundamental shmira that keeps a person from doing wrong? So let's take an example from a case that we need to trust two strangers. Adam come along. Two people come along and are testifying that somebody is um, guilty of a capital crime. And you have to kill him. Somebody owes a lot of money. Somebody's high malchus, and so on. And we need to ascertain, we need to pick tchunis that will guide us to see whether these two people are trustworthy or not trustworthy. So Chazal give us a uh, getter. And I'll read from the Rambam. It's it's a Gemara, just it's just a little more compact. People that are kind of they're bazuyan. They they don't really present themselves well. 
people that sit and munch on food, you know, They walk around naked when the job demands, it's a very dirty job. He obviously doesn't mean stark naked because then a person is Meshuggah and then he, and he, would, he wouldn't be a Chazadeh. He means very highly inappropriately dressed. So the Rambam says, and again, it's Dina Gemara, it's not the, the, the Rambam, just the Rambam puts it down, that a person who's Ochel Beshuk is Pasal Edus because he falls under the category of Bezuyan. So Rabbi writes, and he makes a point here that's very, very incisive. If we ask ourselves, What's the main reason we don't do things that are wrong? The answer is busha. When people think, I'll, be caught, I'll get caught, it's not the getting caught and having a jail sentence, etc., etc., it's getting caught. The sense of busha is what keeps, that's, that is the barrier, that's the natural psychological barrier in a person between him and Chet. A person, not every person has the same sense of Busha. What determines what a person's sense of Busha, how sensitive his sense of Busha is? Um, what's the gauge for it? And the answer is, a person who is a Nichbad, a person who sees himself as important and as Chashev, has a very high sensitivity to Busha. It's a Halacha. In a doma, if you mevayish somebody who's a drunk rolling the street and, and you spit at him, or somebody who's a nichbat, the person's own nichbados will determine whether or not he is going to be have a strong sense of busha, or his busha will be almost dead by him and very dull. The um, the, so when you want to look at Adis, and we don't have a choice, we can't do, we, we can't run through a whole series of things. Does he dive with a minion every morning? Does he did he learn? Does he learn? The the, 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 the primary test is, um, besides things like 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 Kirv and so on, is the level of the person's nichbadus. If he's a nichbad, Revolver says, then the person has a high sensitivity and he's afraid. I'm going to say a lie, and somebody's going to come along. And he's going to slug me up. How does it look? A big hush of the rav, sitting down, yeah, I saw this one this morning. And someone comes along and says, he wasn't there at all, he was someplace else. It, it, the, when Chazal describe how fearful the Yom Adin is, they say, Oloso Busha, Oloso Chlima. They, 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 they describe it in terms of Busha and Chlima. Um, the Chidor uh, the asks, by Adis, it says that. When you want to frighten the Adis, what do you tell them? So the Gemara goes through a whole thing about how you can suffer hunger and 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 cherev and all sorts of terrible things. When you're going to come back to collect your few dollars from the guy that sent you, he's going to spit at you and say a bunch of dirty liars. You, for, uh, for a few dollars, you sold your neshama. That's if, and the Chidah asks, I don't say, he says, after all of that, 
that's so the, the person is not despoiled by the fact that Hashem is the cherub or rob all these things. And the answer is, busha is really the first barrier in a person's neshama against um, doing right or wrong. And that's the mid of busha. The yiro pnechem is the pain that a person feels when he knows that he has been that he's been downsized. I'd like to, um, to, to, to then ask, what is the kli that a Kaddish Baruch who gave to people for the Nechbadas? In other words, how do we describe the sense of Kavod Nechbadas? What's the vehicle that a person that a Kaddish Baruch who gave? Chazal say, um, Rabbi Yechonen used to call the Mani Mechabdusim. He used to call his clothing, he used to call that his covet. Chazal learned Vekibadatoy on Shabbos. Kavod Shabbos, the primary definition of Kavod Shabbos is a person's livush. And let's understand it. I'd like to think through it a bit and get the sense of it. We make a mistake and we say that people were naked, Adam was naked, and then with the chet we needed clothing. That's not an accurate description. Rashi says, um, they had a mitzvah and they became stripped of the mitzvah a person's levush everything, every person has a levush that he's born with HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochu has levushim HaShem Molach Geus Lovash HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a levush called Geus um, Pe'er is called a levush. There are many things that are called levushim kaviyach v'akadosh baruch A person had a levush, and that levush was the mitzvah. It was this artelomimeno, and then he needed to have other levushim. Let's explain what levush means. A person has kalim to do things. He has hands, he has feet, he, he has kalim that he makes, but there's also a kli that's a caption on the person's own mitzvahs. Define the person. The levushim are, are, when I greet a person, I need to define myself properly. the person. Who am I? What am I? The levush is the chelik of the bria, that's the caption of that which is being presented. Um, the, the, when HaKadosh Baruch comes in the middle of Malchus, the levush of Geus, Kigoy Gor is the levush that presents HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the Malkash Olam. The levush of a person is the caption, who am I, what am I? It's a caption to other people, and it's a caption to a person himself. A person himself sees himself the way he's levush. Let's take an example, just so that it, it, I mean, we get a sense of it. You walk into... Um, Somebody is coming to ask you to invest in a very, very big concern. And, and um, he's coming, and you're having a big meeting, and, you, and, and you're meant to invest a very large amount of money. Um, you're walking into a bank, and you've got to do business with somebody and deposit money that's in the millions. And the person on the other side is dressed in a T-shirt, a pair of shorts, and, uh, you know, and uh, big shoes. Um, wearing a three-piece suit is a guarantee for honesty? No. 
Plenty of people have cheated and, 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 and uh, defrauded, even wearing fancy devotion. Is it, is it, is it a um, guarantee that is bright or not bright? If nothing. I mean, so I mean, what is it? What is a T-shirt? Does it? Does a white? Does a, a dress shirt make you smart? A T-shirt not. But what? What's coming across? The person is saying, I don't really take myself all that seriously. So I don't take him either seriously. When a person has a very clear sense of gravitas, that things are important, and I'm not mezalzel. The word kavod is from the word kaved, which means heavy, weighted, gravitas. And the word kal, nikla, is somebody that is lightweight. Yeah, like this, like that, so what? Doesn't make a difference. What do I care? Those are, those are elements of this is how I perceive myself, and this is how I'm projecting myself onto others. And that statement is the first nakuda of self. If I see myself as being chashev, important, then I have to live up to it. And I know that people are expecting something of me. And if I don't have that, then, 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 then people don't expect of me, and I couldn't care less. You know, I'm, if, 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 I, if I'm dressed like a bum, so I don't, I don't anticipate more presence than a bum, so what? You're gonna call me a thief. Big deal, you know, I mean, it, it, I don't have any persona to defend. So wh why, why am I going to be, um, why am I going to be careful? A person walks into a doctor, wears something, a white thing. Do you really think the white thing is more sterile than, than, than a gray thing or a suit or something? We know today that it, it's not true. But you want to feel that, that there's a certain shivas that the person takes himself and his job seriously. Take you know something. Take a judge. Would you like if a judge walks in just casually? You'd feel. Elston, this is a very important trial, and, and um, you know people. You know very important issues are being debated. Why? Why do you look like you? It's 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 um it's a vacation afternoon someplace. Those are all things that we live with. It. It's 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 the MS, the reality we live with. So if we ask ourselves, what keeps a person's integrity? The answer is his sense of nechbados and covet. What is the definition? How does a person define his covet and his self and his sense? Begodim are the person's definition. People, I mean, being in a yeshiva, the, 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 there's the, uh, the ongoing conversation about the yeshiva shalavush. Where does it say shohar have to wear hat? And which sheet does it have to be Bosolino? Which sheet does it have to be this and that? I, I want to just—I want to tell people the simple emes and and the levush that is become the mesorahs and the yeshivas was the mechubedik levush in Europe. A person who was mechubedik wore a jacket, and the Knesset, after tens of years when people walked rolled in off the kibbutz, they they introduced jackets to change the decorum. The Knesset sounded like a barn because everybody rolled in from the kibbutz, so they decided, you know, people will wear jackets. It'll introduce a note of, of formality because it, 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 the person feels I'm representing something and somebody and so on. Um, the, the, the hat was is unthinkable once upon a time for a mechubedik person not to wear a hat, um, and the, the hat and the jacket and the tie and, and the white shirt and all of those in Yonim <coughs> were in Yonim that were um, it, it, what what they meant to convey to a bentora was you are important. You're chashiv. Think of yourself that way, 
and make sure other people think of you that way. That's what the lavush was. And, in, and as a general rule, a person who's lavush is mechubit. The halacha is a tamachlikas in Morba Basra. And something that I remember learning as a boy the first time, I couldn't understand it. It says, if, you have a, if, if, if somebody comes to you asking for food, and somebody comes to you asking for dress, there's a machlokus in the Gemara, which one do you have to check them out, and which one not? A guy comes and says, I'm starved, I haven't had a meal all day, please, please, please. So, 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 so it's a machlokus, whether you have to check him out or not. If a person comes along and says, you know, I'm walking around in a t-shirt, I, I need a menschah shirt. So one of the other says that you don't have to check, it's so important and so desperate, you give them something normal to wear. It's, it's, it's something that for a person who has any sensitivity, it's the basis for his mitzvahs as a tzuras Um I, I said before, I don't uh, have, it's not something that I can um, come to a tzibur that I don't know, and uh, it, I, it's not something I can say, Divi Musa. But there is a transition. Um, and that we're painfully aware of. A person in yeshiva dresses the way yeshiva dresses, and it keeps them in a certain frame of mind. The word is pasnished, it's just not appropriate for yeshiva, but not appropriate. person phases into the workforce, into the world outside. Um, a person needs to adapt, some of his malpushim, to be part of, of, of that uh, framework, and, and some of it are genuine needs in each kafit. But there's also a hidden Sahara of a precus all. Like, it's true that I, can, I need to change X, but once I'm at it, I might as well get rid of A, B, C, and D also. It's, it's like, you know, I, I can get rid of everything and get away with it. The hidden agenda there is, if, if, if I look casual, I can act casual. Where's the Issa the Raisa to walk around in cracks? I'll be very honest, there's not even Issa the Rabbana. It's, it's, it, it's, it, it's, and I'm going to keep it, might be a good thing to do. It's not, it's, it, there's no Issa. When a person walks in dress shoes, my, my wife's grandmother was a sister of Chazanish, I was a great Mizrahi She, I remember still for a few years after I was married, she was still alive, and then she was in Terrace. She, she was an aristocrat of a person. And one of the things was she never wore slippers or robe. If, if she was able to, she dressed and put on shoes, she's greeting a person. This, this, she's going she's gonna, to. She's going to greet somebody, and if she wasn't well, she would be in bed. She's not well, so she's sick. Or she's, you know, she can't get up. She's frail. She was in the 80s at the time. But what does it mean to greet a person in slippers and a, and a robe? It, it just it didn't exist. And, and she would be, sometimes it would take her tens of minutes to, to tithe. I mean, she was an old person. But that ichbalus keeps a person. It's a thing that's hard to give, you know, clear gedarim because everyone is in a different field, and everyone is doing something else, and everyone's different matzav. But the way that you dress defines you to other people. If I dress in a way that the message is, I'm easy, so people pick up on that. Yeah, you know, he, he's got a yarmulke, but after that, it's, it's clear coast. Like, unless it's really trafe, it's okay. Or a person says, you know, I don't know, he's, he's sort of rabbinical type. I don't think a rabbinical type does these things. And it's a message, and it's a message to yourself. What are you expecting of yourself? If you're dressed like a lumberjack, so, so you're expecting one type of it. If you if you dress as a nichbot, forget about the yeshiva book, as a nichbot, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's something it's something not for me to do. And at home, it's the same thing. It doesn't it doesn't make a difference. At home, you also send a message and a more important message. What's my minimal standard? What do, what do I look like when you know when nobody's around? 
how much mention, how much nechbadus do I retain? Um, that is really, really, it's the hidden, it's, it's sort of the hidden psychological factor in what keeps a person in the lines that he would like to be in. So, if, I, I guess, echoing 39 years later, Chaim's Nekudis, Nechbadus is the aside of a person's Shmira. I, I want to finish off with two Mamar, one that he said, and one of us is Aratu. We think of it so fine, Nechbadus will keep you face of Yemazals and Tosidayim, will wash Tosidayim. Reb Chaim pointed out, Yosef Atzadik had the strongest Yitzhahara a person can imagine. He was in the prime of his youth, he was astoundingly handsome, Potiphar's wife was, was, was astoundingly attractive, nobody was there. It was Pikuach Nefesh to be with her because he knew that she could probably be very nasty and, and so on. And he needed to think some thoughts at the moment to break his Yitzhahara. Did he think about how sizzling the fire of Gehenna would be and, and the older Hanoi would have now, he would have pain afterwards? It, he thought that his machshava was there's going to be um, there's going to be diamonds on the Kohen Gadol's shoulders, on the Kohen Gadol's Urbetumim. And everybody's name is going to be there, and, and, and my name is not going to be there. So, I mean, we can't think, so how does that stop you from doing an Avera? Everybody's going to ask, where's Yosef's name? Ah, oh, he changed his name to Joe and he's at the bar down there. Catch him there. I mean, we, we, we can't even think, where, where would be the problem over here? But, but there was Yosef's, Yosef's Nikuda of Kedusha was, I mean, my place is, 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 is on the Kohen Gadol's or Vetumim. Where am I going to? In, in, in other words, what kept him away was not a thought of how, how much it's going to be painful in, in, a, in, a, in a painful way, but I lost myself. I'm a nobody. And the second place that I, that it's always my irony in Kinnis, Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol was the last Kohen Gadol. And he was Zoha, the Gemara of Reisach, Asrikel, Koshem, Tzvokos, the awesome Gemara brought about him. He had a son and a daughter who were extraordinarily beautiful. The Kohen Gadol was the cover of Sepharis, and these were children of Aaron, the cover of Sepharis. They were sold as slaves in Rome. The Gemara took Gemara Gittin, and the Balakinis brings it out most poignantly. And he, they were sold. That's it. Finished. Their lives are yidna over. No more Yishalayim, no more Yisrael. I mean, Rome that time was further from Yishalayim than flying to the moon. It was, no, it's like somebody would dump in the Philippines for the rest of your life. And he sold it in Evid, and the two masters got together, and they decided to be Mazavik them, and they threw her in at night. And he's sitting, and he's there, a young boy, in Rome, completely cut off and, and gone from, from any from Tzavta. And they throw in what he thought was a young, attractive shiksa, another slave girl. And he didn't touch her all night, and he said, how can a son of Aaron Akoyen, the beauty of Aaron Akoyen, live with a shifcha, bzuya, and shvela? The, the nikuda of having a sense of self-covet and self-value, who I am, is the biggest shmiachet. And as we, as this Rosh Hashanah, we're mekabal HaKadosh Baruch Malchus, and the gayest lovish, as we talk about Kvayt Shemayim, and, and, and the whole, the, the theme of, of, of Rosh Hashanah is Kvayt Shemayim. Kavit Adam is a sniff, a corollary actually, of Kvayt Shemayim. And if we, the hair Kavit Adam, and our own real Kavit, not the Kavit where it actually should be, but the Kavit of who am I and where can I be? 
maybe I'll finish with one story that just came to mind. I, uh, 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 there was somebody on the Lower East Side where I grew up who was a Chassidish Rebbe. And he came from Verechon Shvidichis. He had a brother. So he was a Rebbe. And he had a, I mean, he didn't have much of a Chassidim, but you know, he had a little thing. He had a brother who was a bigger Heverman than him and didn't like this life of kind of being rebbish and so forth. He lived in Israel. He became a, a government worker, which in those days was considered to be a very harsh position. He was a, um, some sort of clerk in some sort of government office, and he earned a living, and he lived in a nicer neighborhood. And, he, you know, he wore kind of chassidish, but very stylish chassidish, we would call it. And he would come to America every year to visit his brother, and he always kind of made little comments about how he has a, a position of importance, and his brother's kind of, uh, you know, it's not kind of a rapper. They said that. that was kind of an undercurrent of, of thought. And he would always speak about his job, and how wonderful, and how and this and that. One year, um, he came, and my father asked him, so-and-so, whatever the name was, what's doing? He says he quit his job. So my father asked him, why did you quit your job? Like a shack, because this, he lived for coming every other year and telling him about his job. He said, you know, I was working in the office. I'm working there with women in the office. And there was a woman dressed with a pair of pants, and she needed to light a cigarette. So she came over, and I said, sure. And you know, and then I said to myself, he was an enical divrechaim, divrechaim's And he said, I resigned the next morning. It's interesting. He said, where am I? Where is Rebchaim Sanza's ankle? Where is he? Every single person is an ankle of Avram, of Yitzhak, Yaakov. Everyone is a Tzalmul Kim. Every person is um, a Nichbot Admoid. If we will define it for ourselves in the way we dress, in the way we deport ourselves, in the way we interact, it will be the biggest shmir for us, and it will be... It'll be the most painless way to give yourself the nichbados, the chshivos, and the shmir of our various that there is with your existence.